Shit. Hold up. <laughs> okay. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Fitness for Thought. Today, we'll be talking about food tracking, what that looks like, the best way to do it, um, and how to do it. So, French, I'm going to jump right into it. Yes, sir. So, um, spoiler alert, the best there, I don't know if you could say there's a best way to do it, but yeah, there's, there are a few different methods as far as food tracking. We're talking about like tracking your calorie intake, maybe very specifically, maybe a little bit more broadly, but basically with the end goal of, you know, knowing about, you know, just being more mindful of what you're consuming and what you're putting into your body. You know, nutrition is super important, especially when it comes to weight loss or weight gain goals, you know, um, obviously exercise and sleep are very important, but nutrition is, is key for those. So we're probably going to, we're going to cover the main three ways as I see them. So we got weighing your food out and like tracking through, you know, very meticulous, um, tracking very meticulously, measuring out stuff, usually tracking through an app. Then we're going to talk a little bit about the portion size method. Um, which can, I think, be helpful for a lot of people. And then we're going to talk a little bit about intuitive eating at the end, which I think for a lot of people would be a good, would be a really good end goal. So obviously we need to preface this with um, neither of us are like registered dietitians, nutrition professionals. And before, you know, we were talking about this the other day when we talked about wanting to do this episode, before you start, you know, trying to lose weight and like tracking your diet, like specifically, you want to make sure that you have like a solid relationship with food. And that's going to mean something a little bit different for everyone, but you know, eating disorders, they are real. You definitely understand that. So want to make sure that you're in a good place there. So now that that's out of the way, we can jump right into it. So I've, you know, when I first started, you know, tracking my food intake, I was probably like, I'm not gonna lie. I was probably like 14, probably a little younger than most people. I was high off the, high off the juice of fitness YouTubers that I would, I would watch and look up to as a young high schooler. And basically they were like, Oh yeah, I track my calories in my fitness pal, which is probably the most famous and most well-known calorie tracking app. Um, it's probably one that I would recommend for the most part. And so I would say for most people, weighing and tracking your food. And when I mean weighing, like, I mean, like, you buy a food scale, you can measure out your food in ounces and grams, however specifically you want it, or, you know, just measuring it with like measuring cups and stuff like that. That is definitely the most precise way to track your nutrition because you know pretty much exactly, especially with these apps nowadays, you type in a food or you can even scan the food label and you can type in, okay, five ounces of this. It'll tell you the exact macro and calorie breakdown, which is really nice if you're really, if you're more of like an analytical person. So that's definitely the most precise way. If you know, if you can adhere to that, that's going to be the way that's going to get you to your goals fastest. The only thing that could probably be a little bit more accurate is like if you were in a part of a study in like a metabolic nutrition ward where they measure out everything, but that's a very controlled environment and not realistic for most people. So the pros of weighing out your food, this method, one, it's going to be very precise and if you like preciseness, if you're really into like numbers and specifics and a really analytical type person, this could be really good for you. Two, I think it's good for most people to try this at least for like a couple of weeks, especially when they first start out, 
because you know before you before you know before you actually do it it's tough to know most people don't really know how about how much they're intaking you might think that you're eating healthy and you may be eating healathy but you know you'd be like oh I probably eat like 2500 calories and then you track it one day and it's more like 3500 or maybe it's under 2000 so a lot of people's estimates you know before they've tracked their food or measured their food they kind of have a misconstrued uh, perception about how much food they actually might be putting into their bodies so it's just something that's good to be mindful and then you can really get a one of the things that I think that's done for me even to this day is you can just see portion sizes a little bit better you kind of after a while you'll know what four ounces of meat looks like you'll know what a cup of rice looks like you'll know what you know a serving of nuts looks like stuff like that you know you get to know what like a tablespoon or two tablespoons looks like so that's one of the benefits that i think if you do it for a while and then kind of you know do it periodically just give yourself a tune-up that's that can help you do that i used to do this like you know back when i first did it i really enjoyed it actually it's kind of a weird thing to enjoy but um i did it pretty pretty consistently i'd say through high school and then even a little bit through college as i've gotten older I do it from time to time just because I like to see, you know, about what I'm taking in. But, you know, I'm a lot better at, like I said, it helps you get better at estimating portion sizes. And there's a variety of apps for this. Like I mentioned, MyFitnessPal. I used that for the longest time. But I think they since have upgraded. They, like, changed their app to, like, you know, it used to be, like, you could buy the pro version and give you extra benefits but really, I only wanted it because they had like the the food scanner where you can scan the label. But now they make you buy the premium for the food scanner, which I think is kind of bogus. Um, so I got this new app called Chronometer. It actually works pretty good. Um, you can get it in the app store. Chronometer. It's like an orange logo with a with like an apple on it, and it's basically the same thing. Like it's free. You can scan labels. It gives you like a macro breakdown. Obviously, they have a premium version too. But that's what I've been using. I've been liking that pretty well. I'd say if you're going to get a paid app, you might as well get something that like does more than just give you a food scanner. I know a couple of notable ones that I have not tried, but I've heard good things about are um, the RP diet app. That'll actually help you give you like specific macros and adjust it based on like the weight that you put in there. Another one that I've heard really good things about is the the carbon app by Lane Norton. Um that's kind of very, those are, those two apps are pretty similar. Obviously they're paid, but they give you the food scanner, the food database, all that good stuff, along with like having sort of like a, an AI nutrition coach within the app. So I would say start out with one of the free apps, see how you like it. And if you want to kind of upgrade to those, definitely something to look into. Some of the cons I would say of tracking is it does get pretty tedious at times, especially, um, you know, obviously there are people that bring scales to restaurants and they want to be like super exact, obviously maybe not the best thing for like a social, social situation. And then sometimes you just want to like, you're just really hungry at the end of the day. You just want to eat food. You don't want to have to worry about weighing stuff out. Obviously if you meal prep it ahead of time, but then again, that also, you know, it does take a little bit of time. It probably adds, you know, a minute or two to your meals. So if you're really wanting to be the most efficient it may not be the best thing for you. Another thing it is, this is kind of, it's a little bit out of my scope, but I think some people can get kind of too intertwined with it and want to be like super meticulous. And if they don't hit their macros to the gram or like they have to measure stuff super specifically, 
and they can kind of cultivate a not so great relationship with food. So Nolan, you got anything to add on that? I know you've tracked <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. So like definitely that last statement I can resonate with because basically how, what my experience was with it. And I'm only really going to talk about my experience because like I've helped some people in the past with uh, nutrition and stuff, but uh, I don't have any certifications. I'm obviously not a registered dietitian. Um, I've only ever given like simple tips and, and basically told people what's worked for me. But I started tracking back in high school, um, just like French. And I just used my fitness pal. Um, and I wasn't like super consistent with it, but like French said, it gave me a good idea of like where I was at. Um, and then as I wanted to take things more seriously around my freshman year in co of college, uh, I was consistently tracking for, for a long time, like, um, months, if not like pretty much the whole year. Um, and that kind of gave me a little bit of a bad relationship with food because I started kind of seeing, uh, food as just like calories that I needed to fill. Um, granted I was trying to bulk and like hit, eat like a, a ton of calories. Uh, it was like upwards of like 4,000 calories. So it was a lot, but that like kind of, for me kind of gave me a bad relationship with food. So I, I have since stopped doing it. I'll check it every once in a while. Like French said, I think that's a good approach to kind of just tune up your skills, but basically like the way I look at it, um, is, and I've had this explained to me before by like people who actually know what they're doing, like registered dietitians. Um, it's everything's on a scale, right? So the, the first thing you need to figure out is what are your needs? So if you just want to eat for general health, um, I think the first thing you need to do is switch from just, uh, eating like just off a whim, not really thinking about it to intuitive eating. And that's, that's just a conscious choice to just think about what your food choices are. Um, and that's where most people I think will benefit the best from is, is figuring learning, you know, you, that, that doesn't just mean like you just, Oh, I'm going to decide to do intuitive eating. You learn over time about different foods, what foods are good for you, what foods react well to your body, um, how much, what time, all that types of stuff. It, it, it does take a while to build that intuition. Um, so that is a learned skill, but that being said, it's the lowest required amount of effort in all of these terms of tracking food. Um, and it can still actually produce, uh, produce some good results. So I think that's kind of where everyone should start. Um, and then, if you go to like the next level, it's people who probably have more so performance goals or you're really stalling out on your diet. Like you've tried intuitive eating and you're not gaining or losing the weight that you want to. So then I think you should take it to, um, to kind of the next level. And, and the spectrum that I have, it starts with intuitive eating, like I said, and then you can slowly work up from there because like French said, you can track macros and, and weigh everything out and all that stuff. But I would say the next step after intuitive eating is just judging things based off plate portion sizes. So like the, my plate that everyone like learned in school, that's actually not terrible for like a next step. And that, you know, that's customizable to, you know, you talk about macros that's customizable to however much macros you want. Um, it's obviously not going to be as accurate cause you're just like splitting the plate into, you know, a half or a quarter or a third section. 
Um, but that'll still actually be like a pretty good step up from just intuitive eating. Um, and then from there, actually another good one, um, is just like hand size. So like, that's like a lot of times what you'll hear, like on like the, um, my plate or the food, you know, all the food recommendations is like, you know, use a palm sized serving of meat, you know, a cup, a, a cupped hand, uh, serving of carbs, um, you know, like a thumb's worth of fats, like little stuff like that, that that's not a bad step up. Um, it is kind of vague. I, I kind of like the plate one better, but that is like another thing you can use. Um, and then after that, you can get into like actually tracking your food. Like I, like French said, like now a lot of those things have barcode scanners, or you can even search like, like if you don't have a sticker on your Apple, you can search generic Apple and it'll be like small, medium or large size. So it's not, you know, it's not super accurate, but none of these things are going to be perfectly accurate. Cause even when you go to my fitness pal, like it's going to ask you questions about your activity level, um, you know, to try to formulate your basal metabolic rate, uh, which is basically just like how much energy your body burns just naturally not doing any activity. Um, so that's, there's always going to be a little bit of, of inaccuracy in that everybody's body is different, but the reason why it's still important to like measure these things is because it gives you a baseline to start from. And that more than anything is, is what I think is important because I don't think it's realistic to track, um, every day for the rest of your life. Personally, I know some people are big believers in it. Um, but in my opinion, I think you should stick with what's working. So if intuitive eating is working for you, um, if you're happy with your body composition, if your performance is good, then like personally, that's, that's like what I'm doing right now. Um, I'm not, I don't have an, a crazy intention of gaining a ton of weight or losing a ton of weight. Um, but if I did and I was stalling, then I would probably go to tracking on like an app or, or whatnot. But otherwise, uh, I would just go on a need need basis. Um, and then, you know, as you feel like you need to, or if you're just curious, you want to, um, I think tracking is a good idea. Uh, you know, you can do it consistently for however long you want. Um, or, or you can just like we talked about, just touch here and there just to make sure you're around the same, um, calorie level, but really it's, it's based on, you know, are you getting the results you want to get? Um, and again, the only thing I, the only kind of warning I have here is just to be careful with not excessively like fixating on, you know, this food stuff, because that can get serious, you know, like, especially when you start talking about these eating disorders, uh, I think like, um, I know, with, especially with anorexia, and, and I'm sure a lot of the other eating disorders, suicide is like extremely prevalent. Um, it can be a it's a it's a very serious thing. So um, even if you think that might be an issue for you. Just be very careful with this stuff because like I didn't, you know, I don't think I ever had a diagnosed eating disorder, but I definitely developed like a bad relationship with food and a little bit of body dysmorphia during the times when I was like super fixating on this stuff. Um, just because you get, you get so in your head about it. Uh, so you can definitely overdo it on this stuff, but, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of my, general approach. Um, I think none of it also is going to matter. Like we always say, if you're not consistent with it. So that's why like 
when I recommend stuff to, you know, if, if certain clients have questions, I'll tell them, okay, you know, stick with this, just be consistent with this before you go to anything else, you know, be consistent with, um, eating at the same time each day or having the same breakfast or, you know, consistently track for a week. And then that'll give you a rough idea where to go from there and then try to develop your intuitive eating. And then we'll see how you're progressing. Are you losing weight or are you not losing weight? Um, that I like that approach just because it feels a little bit more sustainable. But like I said, if you have like very specific performance goals, then you probably want to take the next step and and start tracking consistently. Like obviously if your goal is to step on stage, you're going to have to track what you're eating. Um, so that, yeah, that's, that's my general approach. Yeah. Like I, like I said, I think tracking like, as in like measuring stuff out, tracking it in an app is going to be like, if I want to reach my goal, the fastest, if I can sustain that, that's going to be the fastest way. If I can't though, it's, I mean, I might be better off doing one of the other two methods and like, um, yeah, like when I think of intuitive eating, I think of knowing like a good like portion size is good to know. But the biggest thing I think of is like being in tune with your like hunger signals and your satiety signals. So like knowing when your body is full, when your body's hungry, because that's kind of what intuitive eating is. You know, you eat when you're hungry, you stop eating when you're satiated. You don't um stop when you're half full because you think that oh that's too many carbs or whatever, like you're in tune with your, I think that's a really good um, place to get to. Cause I think a lot of people, especially like when you're tracking macros, you know, say you're trying to lose weight, obviously you're trying to lose enough. If you lose enough weight, you're going to be hungry on a diet eventually. But you may think that like, Oh, like that's all the food I get for today. I'm still like starving, but that's all I can have for today. Obviously don't want to do that long-term. And then same thing with, you know, if you're full, but you're like, Oh, I got to get this many more macros in. So you force feed yourself. Obviously that's not a good um, recipe for success long-term either. Whereas intuitive eating, you kind of just listen to your body. You're in tune with your hunger signals. You're in tune with your satiety signals signals. And I think that's a good recipe for long-term sustained health. Cause at the end of the day, like this, this stuff's supposed to help make your fitness journey and, you know, it's supposed to make it easier and better. And it's kind of backfiring on you if it makes you overthink everything and, you know, makes you, you know, kind of controls your life in that way. So you kind of got to be careful. Again, there's some people that just like really enjoy tracking their food and they can do it every day and not see any side effects. I think more people are probably in the, in the other boat where it's like intuitive eating to be a good goal to get to. I do like, I haven't really messed around with the portion sizes. I do kind of like, like no one said, the my plate is honestly a pretty good. Um, I, I'm actually a pretty big fan of the my plate. It's not that bad, especially compared to the food pyramid. Um, but yeah, the portion sizes can be good. Like it's like he said, like a palm size or like a deck of cards for like a serving of protein. And if you know, for animal protein at least, um, that's about four ounces. It's usually going to have about 20 to 25 grams of protein. So that way you can kind of like in your head, be like, okay, ballparking, I'm around this range for protein. I'm around this range for carbohydrates. You don't have to be specific to the gram, but you're going to get a lot closer, um, to what your goals were than if you just kind of like winged it and didn't really know what those portion sizes looked like. So, um, I think that's 
also a good one. I know a lot of people are pretty big on that. And then it's kind of a way to track without having to like specifically weigh everything. Cause then if you're at a restaurant, you can be like, okay, I have all that. That's about two handfuls of carbs, two palms worth of protein, and then a couple thumbs of fat. You can calculate those macros a lot quicker than like, okay, let me individually weigh this ingredient. Let me individually weigh this food. I'll make it a zero on my scale. I'll, let me put it into my fitness pal. It's just a lot easier and simpler. So um, we've kind of went through, I'd say personally, we went through multiple levels, definitely the tracking, definitely the intuitive eating. Um, I don't know if we've either, we definitely know kind of what portion sizes in our heads. Like we definitely know like, okay, this looks like about six to eight grams of protein, some six to eight ounces of protein, excuse me. So you might end up um, on both sides of the spectrum. I would recommend kind of trying them all out to see as long as you're in a good spot to start with, try them all out, see which one works best for you. But like you said, um, performance goals and like specific body composition goals, there are ones, you know, obviously like measuring more specifically is going to get you more specific results. And like for athletes, um, I think it's kind of good. They actually, in my nutrition class, the professor actually made us download my fitness pal and she's okay. I want everyone to do a three day food log. And then we did that. And then we did a full day of eating for like a, we did like a fad diet full day of eating, which was kind of cool. Um, but it just kind of like sheds some light on. Cause like we see a lot of like football players, like when I work with like football players and they usually have a goal weight. A lot of times when guys come into college, most of them need to put on a good amount of weight um, there's some that need to lose too, but they usually severely underestimate how much they're eating. Like we'll have them fill out a nutrition log, kind of tally up the calories, like on a, a general scale and be like, wow, you ate like 2,300 calories and you're probably burning closer to like 4,000. And they're like, oh, I thought I was eating a lot. And it's like, no. So that can be really helpful for those people. If they're trying to gain weight. Um, like no one said, the more specific the goal the more specific you generally are going to have to get with your food tracking. If you just want like general health, then I think the intuitive eating is really good. Um, those are kind of the main three methods that I know of. I'm sure there's, um, I'm sure there's other methods out there, but those are kind of the main three that I see um, proposed. I know, I don't know. Yeah, that's about all I got. It can, it's definitely something that you need to be careful with. But I think it's something that um, if you do it right, it can it can really help you see results. Because, I mean, even if you're eating the right amount of calories, but like you may be under eating on like protein, you'd be like, OK, oh, I'm only eating like 90 grams of protein. I need to be eating closer to 150. That can make a pretty big difference in your like results in the gym. So stuff like that or like fiber, like if you're like not feeling so well, track your calories. Oh, I only ate 10 grams of fiber yesterday. OK. That's probably why you're feeling a little bit constipated. So stuff like that. Uh, a good saying that I've heard is like what gets measured gets managed. So if you don't measure it, like it's tough to really, it's tough to manage it and keep it in check. So if you measure your your nutrition on at least some level, it's going to be a lot easier to manage it and keep you in check, whether you have, you know, a body composition goal, uh, a certain weight goal, or just wanting to feel better in general. And just kind of, um, I like what Nolan said about like, finding what foods work for you because everyone has those foods. It's like you could eat an endless amount of them and still never be full. And then you have the other foods where it's like you could, you know, you get full off them really quick. And obviously there's room for those foods, both of them at certain situations, but you kind of have to figure out which ones those are for you and then figure out how to put them into your life 
in a balanced way. So that's pretty much all I got on food tracking. Yeah. And yeah, I really like that. What, what doesn't get measured doesn't get managed because it definitely can't like that. That's why I I honestly need to do a better job of periodically checking in uh, with my tracking just because it is easy to think that you're hitting the mark on certain things when you're not. And, you know, when you do start tracking, you realize how much, you know, how much goes into it. Like that's what I, what, what I realized when I was trying to gain weight is how, how little I was eating. Um, Cause I think a lot of guys think a lot, at least like I thought when I was trying to gain weight, I was like, Oh, I'm eating so much. Like, there's no way, I don't know how I'm not gaining weight. And then you track it and you're like, well, I'm not really eating that much. So it, it's a, it's a good eye opener. And, you know, I, like I, I'm, I mentioned all these things about why I'm not like a huge fan of doing it all the time, but honestly, like it's a good wake up call too. And sometimes like people don't realize that they're not feeding themselves like full of actually good foods. Like they're just kind of skating by because they can get away with it. Um, so it, it is a good thing to, to keep yourself in check. Um, and even if you just do it for a little bit and you take breaks, it'll, it'll carry over with your habits so yeah i think that's i think there's definitely a good a smart way to go about it but um, there's a lot of a lot of tools out there yeah for sure and then one thing that i've even found that's been helpful to me is like i'll track like during the earlier part of the day because i want to make sure like i get enough like i want to make sure that i like hit my protein the main two things for me are like am i hitting my protein and am i hitting my fiber so like protein fruits vegetables after that like you know if I hit those, like I probably had a pretty good day, even if I had some not so good foods, like I'm, I'm hitting the main markers. Obviously you can be more specific than that, but like I track, you know, most of the day, try to eat pretty healthy. And then whatever, you know, whatever I had for dinner is what I had for dinner because, you know, and that was, I could probably do that pretty much all the time and have it be pretty sustainable because it's a good balance between, um, between both worlds. By the way, I don't have to tell my mom, but she needs to, weigh out every ingredient in the lasagna before she bakes it and ruin the family dinner. So yeah, just a little, that's something that I found helpful for me, but I know it works for you. So I always say, yep. Alrighty folks. Well, hope you guys enjoyed this kind of, kind of quick hitter episode. Uh, let us know if you guys have any other suggestions, topics you would like covered. Um, yeah, maybe we might, might do another, uh, Q&A sometime here soon. So appreciate you guys listening. Stay tuned for more content. And yeah, peace. Thanks, guys.